you know, I may not be in Illinois right now, but my heart aches for Sweet Home Chicago. <laughs> Let me tell you, my heart aches for Sweet Home Chicago. Oh my goodness. Um, you know, and, and what better way to just uh, remind myself of the beauty of Illinois than... The boy, Illinois. The man himself. The boy, Illinois. Up and coming Chicago rapper. Who knows? By now, he might be known on a national scale. Who knows? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But we get a chance to sit down with him in, in yet another in our uh, string of episodes of uh, Throwback to the old channel Straight Up uh, back on YouTube. And here today, uh, he also one of the first people who we had gotten a chance yeah. to interview. Uh, a really nice guy. It was the first time I had gotten a chance to meet him. He was a very uh, uh, charismatic and, and seem, seemingly compassionate person, not just in his music, and in his uh, artistry, but also in the way that he interacted with people. Yeah. And it, it was a really uh, a reassuring episode, I think, for all Agreed. of us to see, you know, such a, such a young figure up and coming in the music scene, yeah. being such a positive influence and a role model. And we talk a lot about that, a lot about his uh, positive attributes and, and, and things that uh, contribute to the betterment of society. Yes, and, I agree. and the fact that he's a vegan. Oh, is he? I forgot he was. about that. He was. He, was. he, wasn't, okay. a, he wasn't a period. When yeah, we stylish too. Style. Oh my yeah. god! I wish I could take. And that. I had the opportunity as well when he was. I, he's gone on tour with Lupe Fiasco. I think three times. And Victor got a chance. And to I got to go see him. I saw there. him in Los Angeles and in Denver. I got to hang out with him backstage, and he hooked up the backstage pass, and I got to hang out with him and kind of see him do his thing. Take some photos. But, yeah, this is, again, another one of the first episodes that we did. Again, if you don't really know what's going on or has been going on the last several weeks, last several weeks and continuing for another, you know, maybe five or six weeks is our uh, summer special. Go back to our special announcement in the news feed. Go to the episode that says special announcement. Yeah, you'll have, have to search back like a yeah, dozen episodes. But you to have there. context as to what's going on. Right between um, episode 95 and 94. Yes, exactly. But... Without further ado, Stream of Thought featuring the boy Illinois. We hope you enjoy. What up, everybody? What's happening? I'm Victor Marquez. You're watching Straight Up. I'm here with uh, Rick Storcell, Neil Batang, and the boy Illinois, who is an upcoming rapper from Chicago. He has worked with uh, Trey the Truth, Twista. He's gone on tour with Lupe Fiasco. He's been on Sway in the Morning, and he is here to talk about his newest project, Dusabu. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you. That is I, the boy Illinois. Um, appreciate you guys for having me. It's uh, good to be here. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. It's nice outside. It's finally, yeah. A couple days. It's real beautiful outside, man. Despite the terrible weather we've been having, um, you know, but thank you for coming. You know, doing our show. No um, doubt. I mean, like Vic mentioned a little bit earlier, uh-huh. we talked about your most recent project, uh, Du Sable. And mm. my question for you is, um, for those that don't listen to rap, like Buddy over here to the left of me, uh-huh. what's your inspiration for um, a project like Du Sable? First, the history of Du Sable. Yeah. Um, he was the founder of Chicago, OG. Godfather of Chicago, Haitian man, I'm half Haitian, so just it coincides, it goes hand in hand yeah. with, with me and myself. So that's something I thought everybody should know anyway. So subtly just put that out there really because the project itself musically is like more up tempo, more what's popping today in today's world, the Atlanta, the trap, the uh quick snares, mm-hmm. 
catchy hooks, things gotcha. of that nature, just to suck people in so they can just kind of Google what that name is and then go from there. Okay. So, yeah. So, I think uh, a lot of your stuff focuses on you being a individual, being an individual uh-huh. in the music community and just being yourself. Definitely. What does that look like for you personally? Um, Billy the Boy, Illinois. I'm just really like... Yeah, I really, uh, I used to be very impressionable. I used to follow a lot of trends until probably like maybe like second or third year in college. And I kind of like had an eye-opening experience, my third eye open. And I just was like, you know, I'm just going to be myself. And uh kind of worked, especially with the ladies. Being myself really worked, you know. So I, I saw how successful I that was. That, I'll take your word. It's all good, man. We all know in our certain, our certain uh, <laughs> space, you know what I'm saying? But uh so... From there, you know, started with the ladies, really. And then from there, I kind of grew confidence in just being myself in, in, on a larger audience to a larger audience. So um, what did that third eye opening look like? I mean, was it like a um, moment of revelation or was it something that happened over time? Yeah, it was kind of like I saw this um, documentary called Zeitgeist. And it made me just, not that I believed everything that it was saying, but it just made me say like, why the fuck haven't I been asking people questions? And yeah. I just been taking shit just for face value. Yeah. Like, why haven't I been asking people, like, why should I do this? Like, I ain't been asking nobody no questions. So at that point in time, it was actually, I was actually, like, towards the end of my freshman year. And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck this shit, man. So, yeah, it, that's, that's, that, was, that was my moment. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Damn, man. I mean, so, I mean, your story is... uh it's very interesting. I know you were, you did, you did the champagne thing. You you wanted to go the traditional route, um, yeah. And then you kind of broke out of that. Uh, now you're you know you're a rapper, you're an independent artist, and you've you've attained some success, man. But I mean, despite being part of the Chicago rap scene and being a, or contributing to it, like growing, mm-hmm. why is it so like it's weak, man? Like I just feel like we don't get yeah. enough love. For the rap thing, um, I, I know as much as like East Coast, West Coast. Is that like? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that? yeah. Those are the two dominant. It was <laughs> down south, works. really. Right. Yeah, we like the Midwest, East yeah. Coast, West Coast, down south. Down Mid-coast. south is doing its thing. Yeah, Mid Coast. That's definitely us. Um, it's um, we got places like L.A. and New York. They have a, a lot of corporate buildings that pertain to strictly entertainment, and we don't have that. So. We have to export everything instead of just, like, it being homegrown. As opposed to, like, if you're in New York, you can go to Times Square, go to Hot 97, or go to MTV. We don't have those type of opportunities to do so. So when we do it, we got to go there and do it. So they kind of suck up and kind of absorb what we do and use it. And they get to, uh, I guess, get theirs off quicker because they're already in that market. As opposed to us, you know what I'm saying? So if they see something like in Chicago, they can do it in New York, and then they can catch fire quicker because of the entertainment structure there in New York. Okay. But you have to, I mean, it sounds like it might give the Chicago artist a little bit more freedom, not being surrounded by that structure 24 No, definitely. And, and I feel like that's why everybody copies off of a lot of what the Chicago artists do is because it's like no particular style, per se. Gotcha. Everybody that's even famous now that's from Chicago is not the same like you can't name two Chicago rappers that's on that sound like you can say that about any everywhere else 
but Chicago. So uh, the individualism, like I was saying, like we were talking about earlier, it really shines through in Chicago because they kind of got to jump out extra. Like, look at Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper is very, like, out there. You know, he don't sound like nobody but himself. And as just Chicago, you kind of got to find your way to be a kind of a character in a way yeah. to stand out. Actually, so. I've heard of Chance the Rapper. You've heard of Chance the Rapper? I, I have, yeah. He was on NBR. That's why. Yeah, see, there you <laughs> go. What do you think about Chance the Rapper? I like Probably. him. I, I, I like, I think it, it follows that trend of the Chicago-style rapper, which tends to be more independent. Okay. And uh, anti-structural. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. It's unfortunate, man, because I feel like this city doesn't get enough credit for, like, all of the excellence. You know what I'm saying? That it's throwing out there. Like, Chief Keef, despite all of the BS, like, he's actually a very good artist. Yeah, he's talented in his own way. all of the BS that he's dealing with, like, he does his thing. Yeah, it's catchy. People like it. I mean, if people didn't like it, then it'd be a different story. You know, with his homies, like, if I were to put out a music video, that's exactly what I would do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was pretty, and it was organic. People felt it. Like, especially coming from Chicago, you felt like we was was holding nothing back. It was just really like, that's exactly what it looks like when you come here. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, that's probably definitely the reason. Just the market that we're in is just not... You know, for we don't have too much here to offer artists of any art, entertainment, really, mm-hmm. other than maybe news. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, Billy, what would you say would be the best? So, take yourself for example. Uh, you have had the opportunity to go across different places and perform. Yeah. For someone that's an up and coming rapper in Chicago, what would be the best route for them to take to for the greatest exposure? Um, go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Which sucks. <laughs> But you gotta go somewhere it's like LA, New York, or Atlanta. One of those three markets. Uh, do you think are, it would be? Do you think it would be even worth attempting to create a strong foundation in Chicago before you move elsewhere? Definitely, but um, it's challenging. Um, it depends on what you really want to set out to do. But pretty much everybody that um, has garnered a buzz from Chicago first really has done too much. To be honest with you, uh, people like Kanye or Common or Lupe, they went to New York or L.A. They got popping out there, and then we caught on later. Because a lot of the stuff that we think is good is from a fan standpoint really right. isn't that good. We really should, because we're so accustomed to waiting on everybody else to tell us what sounds good, that we really don't know what's really popping. So do you so, think someone like Kanye has sold out? Uh, I mean, to a certain extent, because I mean, look at the the level that he's on. You got to give up something, and the higher you get, the more you got to give up. So that's an interesting question. Because yes. it's like, I mean, it's the trade off. It's the trade off, <laughs> yeah, right? You know, it's like that he says it's interesting. It, it is. No. I mean, like it's an interesting thing to consider yeah. because you have to ask yourself. Like, I mean, you're a growing yeah. artist. Yeah, and you're, you're getting your name out there. You got to mm-hmm. ask yourself, yeah. what is it that you're willing to sacrifice mm-hmm. of your own, you know, moral fortitude that you're starting out That's with? what yeah. happened with Kid Ink. He was independent, I think, and then he signed with RCA and he had a lot more opportunity. He had different opportunities that he wouldn't have had if he was still yeah. independent. It all depends on what you really want, though, at the end of the day. That's all. Um, Dave Chappelle had gave his interview when he came back from Africa and he was saying, like, uh, before he got in showbiz, his uncle was telling them, all right, name your price. 
And once it gets too high, get the fuck out. And he said, hence Africa. So it got too high. So I've named my price and I'm not going no higher. And once it gets higher than that, then I know it's going to be a problem. So that's how I'm going to deal with that. Do you feel like it's easy for someone to like try and set those boundaries, but then when the fame and fortune hits? No, not really. Um, Just for me, it's from a personal standpoint. I've been high and low. Like I've been to the point where I've been super popular and to the point where I've just been dead in the dumps. So I kind of just like it really doesn't too much affect me ego wise at the end of the day i can bring it all back in and realize like i really don't need this i already don't need that so yeah i'm pretty smooth <laughs> yeah that's what's up yeah that's i mean that's a tough question because i mean yeah. you know a lot of people are faced with that yeah man it's, it's a re- it's a reality you gotta wonder because you then you know like you said you never know when you reach that point but um i'm pretty sure i know how to, I, I can handle myself when i get to that point yeah yeah I think it just comes down to whether or not whoever is uh, famous, um, if they got whoopings, <laughs> like, did you or not get hit? Like, it depends, whether, man. No, seriously, because, yeah, like, the people I feel like who hold their ground, and I don't think it's a it's a, it's a a color thing, but it's an upbringing thing. Yeah. You know, if you got whooped and, you know, you couldn't act out that way, then I feel like you'll hold your ground, you know, and your yeah. integrity. It, and it depends on, like I said, um, how popular or how famous you want to be. Yeah. That's all it been. If you want to be a superstar like Kanye, you know, things you're going to have to, you know, have to deal with that maybe as a regular person, they really don't know that you even have to deal with that. And if they was presented that, they'd be like, hell no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah. You know what well, I'm saying? When it comes, it's yeah. like, then you never know. But uh, know. Uh, it depends. Like some people, they want $50 million. I'd be straight with like seventy five hundred a year. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's realistic yeah. for me. That's decent. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's doing better than a large majority of America. And you doing something you love to do. So you give me a million a year, yeah. I'm cool with that. I'm copacetic. Like I don't, I don't have to measure my success to everybody's, you know, bank bank account. So see, I feel like that's the kind of thing that doesn't get too much PR. Like no one sings about reasonable expectations. No, no one raps or, about or like economic responsibility. Economic responsibility. No, nobody's yeah. rapping about that. But yeah. we 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 what we, the best thing to do now is to be like everybody else. But when it comes to times like this, to speak like this, to be like, all right, yeah, this is who, this is what's really cool. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's really yeah. cool to be smart about your money. So. Stuff like that, so. Well, it folds into your social activism, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know that that's, that's a big part of who you are. And yeah. uh, what sort of influence does that have on your music and vice versa? Um, it has a, a large part. I, I, I've taken a lot of the social activism out of the music and left it to opportunities where I get to speak because I don't want to be preaching all the time and people don't like listening to that type of stuff all the time. And I understand. I don't either. So... <laughs> To a certain extent, you gotta make it sound good. Me, I just make the music sound good, and then when you get to talk to me and you get like, how how is the boy Illinois living? How does he live? Like very respectful. Like yeah. you know, uh, I want to seek knowledge, and I eat healthy, and shit's cool as hell. So you should yeah. do it too. You know, so that's that's in a nutshell. That's pretty much what I try to deliver. I, mean, I like meat, man. 
pause. I, yeah. I like chicken. Pause. Like, yeah. I, and, and <laughs> I don't like, you know what I'm saying? No lie, man. I've like been, oh, man. Yo, they, Dalai and them, Dalai and them, they ordered some hot wings the other day. Hot, there was like hot barbecue wings with fries. Oh, my God. Why did you become vegetarian? No, just three weeks ago. <laughs> Are you just serious? Three, yeah, yeah, three yeah. Three weeks ago? Yeah. I used to be a pescatarian, which you mean you only eat seafood. I was yeah. that before the hand. Because okay, I so cut it out. Yeah, I cut that out too. And I and I went back to chicken for like a short stint. And I was like, you know what? I had right before I went on sway, I had some hot wings the night before, and I broke out. I was like, oh no, I gotta remain pretty. So I'm just gonna start eating nothing but greens, vegetables, fruits, and a lot of water. So that takes some. Yeah, I'm just trying to get my. I'm just right trying to. There. Yeah, I'm just trying to give a line balance, man. So, but we're gonna eat this Chinese after, and I'm gonna eat. I'm <laughs> it's gonna be greasy, but I can take the grease every once in a while. How do you maintain that? Like you know, because you're a guy who's traveling. Like you're you're doing Empire tomorrow. Yeah, you're to the NPO. extra. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, you're uh, gonna be going places. Look, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm used to being thin. So when you're thin, this is like the at the least. It's like having, I don't know, it's like the, the least amount of weight yeah. that you can have and operate. So I know how to yeah. operate very well okay. with this weight. And with it, I know I've, I've, I've been fluctuating. Man, I've been, on, I've been living out of bag for like three years, man. So I just know how to move yeah. to the point where my mama always going to be worried about me, my pops too. But yeah. I just know how to move. And, and when you know how to move, you kind of master it down, especially living like how I live. Like if you in a... And I might have to stay here. I'm like, hey, bro, let me use your couch for a couple of days because I'm doing some music shit. Or I'm in a hotel or something. Like, you kind of learn what you can live with or live without. Yeah, what's really necessary. Yeah. Hey, you be like, I really don't need that. All right, these draws, I can buy some new draws. I'm going to go buy yeah. some. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like simple stuff. You know, you take, you know exactly what you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll be very prepared for the zombie apocalypse. When I oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna definitely be prepared. It's just the cooking part. It's the I, cooking part. It's the well, that's why they have ramen noodles. Yeah, uh, yeah, but can, can you do ramen noodles? I can do that, I can do it up, but it's just um, making a fire. I'm gonna have to get that down. That's why you have a woman, right? Yeah, but I want to, I need. <laughs> He's finally learning. All right, <laughs> you guys are you guys are rubbing off on me. Well, yeah, oh, the best way. <laughs> all this will though. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, it's um, being yeah, this vegan thing. I'm only three weeks in, so we're gonna see. How I, I'm I'm doing very well. I know I'm just I'm I'm waking up with a lot more energy, so that's one thing for sure. I got to get back into my yoga. That's one thing. Uh, a lot of women in yoga classes. A lot of women. <laughs> yeah, dispel some rumors about yoga and courage. Oh, man. Courage look, man. Courage. Look, brothers out there, brothers of the struggle, brothers in the midst of the lurkers, all my brothers that like women. Places to go to see women that are not the club, the grocery store, especially Whole Foods. There's <laughs> a lot of women in Whole Foods, my brother. Um, Akira. Just go in a women's store. It doesn't matter. Just act like you find it's a lot of beautiful women in a kitchen. Act like you're shopping for your sister. Or something. Yeah, something. something <laughs> Pumpkin bro. spice latte season oh, is yes. upon us, yo. Oh, my oh, God. Hey, yes. Starbucks yes. and Chipotle yes. go hand in. They like tied. Oh, my Starbucks God. and Chipotle. Oh. And then yoga. Yoga tops the list because they're the coolest women around. And you go to a, I went to a yoga class and I was like, one. It was only one other guy in there. He was like forty eight. <laughs> like I knew he was older. 
and it's nothing but women. And they all are in there trying to enlighten themselves, flex themselves out, and they're all about that peace, bro, that calm, that tranquility. Yeah. So, yeah. If you really, man, enroll in a yoga class, and you can be horrible at yoga. The fact that you're trying is definitely turn you know turning yeah. the key to it man definitely man. yoga I, I feel like i want to go take a yoga class man right now. you might want to you, you might want to even just walk around downtown with the mat you don't even <laughs> yeah you don't even i think i think uh i think barney stinson does that in an episode of how i met your mother yeah just walk around with the mat and they'll be like, you do, you know, just kind of, you might get kind of looks and you start off a conversation. Just know the downward dog. That's all you got to know. I sure do. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I do. I know it. the downward dog where it counts, not in the. <laughs> that was smooth, Neil. That was. Girls take you to yoga. No, I've only been to take it for like two. I, and I went to the second time. Yeah, it was like a date, you know, and it was a really good interesting date but like the girls in the class were kind of hating like they Damn. were just like yeah oh, they, you know, like, they, oh, they picked up that feminine that, that energy yeah. they, they started getting choosy like I'm yeah. like ladies like ladies calm down exactly. I can bring you some guys too. we got I got pretty lurkers oh, I got plenty goodness. lurkers dude just bring friends. just bring your cousins dude bring Dom that's what I'm saying <laughs> Dom, Dom pretty Eddie lurkers. and Frank dude you know what I'm saying I've got a good family Dom, you know Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> ambitious they'll take excellent care very of you. ambitious none of this you know has to be happening you know but yeah it's all good yeah man i'll definitely take your advice on my more healthier, you know yeah, amen i'm i'm not really trying to give advice i'm just trying to tell you how i live and how i feel about the way i live that's it back to the rap thing though yeah so um again victor mentioned some of the people you worked with yeah um, who you've been on tour on some of the projects you've been doing um would you say is the most influential artist that you've worked with and why um lupe because i always listened to him even before i went on tour with him okay um and just little things he said to me on tour just you know a little small but it was key coming from him you know he cared yeah to tell you if he told you you know what i'm saying yeah. and that takes a lot for another artist at that uh at that level to be like yo nah but for real some real shit this this that and the other and you'd be like okay well, that's what's up. So that and Twister probably behind that because he's just like the OG. He want everybody to be around him, keep him youthful. Yeah. So he lets us pretty much do anything. He's like the uncle that lets you come over the house and smoke. <laughs> yeah, that's how Twister is. Yo, he's he's a perfectionist, isn't he? I feel like. No, nah, he's just very well at his craft now. To the point, he's, he's been doing it for twenty plus years. Yeah. He's been twenty plus years. That's way past his ten thousand hours. So. He's Isn't just he like the world's fastest rapper or something. Not no more. Somebody took it over like four or five years ago. Oh, really? But yeah, it wasn't even real. They're probably just like saying like a bunch of like, you know. I don't know. It might have been. I don't want to put the head out there. No, man. I but, just want to see. Like t- faster than Twist. He's like the Michael Jordan of fast rapping. Yeah, man. But hey, man. You know, you never know. People just. The, it, the game comes. It steps it up. First you had an iPhone 1 and now we're on 6. So you never know, man. People progress. Yeah. Take that style and then build upon it. So, yeah, man. Real shit. Real shit. So, what do you think um, some of the biggest things that you have to fight against in the music industry are simply, like, just to be heard? Um, well, first, other rappers, because a lot of us. Groupies. 
Yeah, I mean, that ain't really that hard. When you get groovies, that means you know you're doing well. <laughs> so that's what you want. You really want groovies. Uh, yeah, other rappers, uh, politics, playing a game, just like in anything else is politics, and no matter what business is politics. So mm-hmm. it is even bigger because we're dealing with more money. So what does the politics in the rap industry look like? I have no idea. Um, it's like, uh, I mean, you can really put it towards any anything else, you know, like extortion. Like, say for instance, have you ever been extorted? No, okay. I don't. I don't yeah. make enough yeah. money to be extorted <laughs> yet. Yet, yeah. No, I'm never getting extorted. I'm straight on that. Uh, well, now that you're a vegetarian. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We keep the keep the peace, no beef. Um, like, say, for instance, some artists want to come to Chicago. It might be an artist that runs the streets of Chicago and says, yo, you want to come here and perform, right? Well, so you don't get fucked up while you're here. Just, you know, give me a verse and, like, 10, 20K, and we straight. Really? That's, that's, certain, that's street extortion. That's just on a street level. So... On the business level, it might be something where it's to the point where um, I might be on some Bill Cosby stuff, drug you, take some photos of you doing some inappropriate things, and be like, yo, you need to sign this contract or this is going to be a scandal. Yeah, so... That's just that. So that was, Neil, Neil uh, proposed just having them sign a release form before you guys have sex. Feel like that would alleviate. Yeah, that's if you're dealing with groupies, like you, I'm talking about like top top guys that do this type of stuff. So, so that's that's kind of what it. That's, that's on the high end with the the politics. On the lower end, on like a indie rapper trying to come up. Yeah, like what blogs, do you have to deal with like politics? Well, blogs and stuff like you got to be friend, buddy, buddy, kiss ass. Um, yeah, pay a lot of people. A lot of people, a lot of people, from the DJ to the blogger to the promoter to the, everybody. You gotta pay everybody for everything when you first start out. Everybody, everyone has so to. So attention paid. isn't enough. Is what you're saying? No, to get attention, you gotta pay people so they gotcha. can bring more attention to wow. you. Gotcha. Yeah, people pay. People pay for um, Twitter followers. People pay for Instagram followers. People pay for Twitter verified checks. You pay for everything. You can pay. Everything's for sale. And if you got enough money to buy everything, you got a good chance of seeing being heard above a lot of other people. That's a shame. Yeah, but hey, that's everything. It's politics, man. It's just politics. just like in politics, yeah. man. If I got the biggest contributions coming, you think I'm not gonna run? Yeah. As opposed to Joe Schmo. So what, like, what tends to motivate a lot of the people in, in the rap industry when it comes to like the politics? Is it power? Is it money? Is it fame? Is it money? money majority the people who know who are in control know it's power because it's about control everybody else is just money hungry because they want to live all this this lifestyle that they've seen portrayed so so much and so luxuriously and so elegantly i just want to be financially free man you yeah know what I'm saying? just not have to you know report to somebody deal with that you know be that's the goal man do what i love See, that's the. I mean, that's I think where moderate expectations could totally make a dent in the market. I feel yeah, like. <laughs> definitely. When it comes to, you know, I don't know. I feel like not enough people are 
reasonable with their expectations. Yeah, that, I don't think so either. But that comes in with the upbringing too, and what you tell folks as they be be as from adolescence to a teenager, and if they actually believe, like, yeah, you can really do anything. No, you really can't do anything. <laughs> you really can't. You have a certain skill that you possess. I don't know what it is. But you hone in on that skill. Like, I was watching something the other day say, you know, if your great-grandfather was a shoemaker and his father was a shoemaker and your father was a shoemaker, God damn it, you goddamn should be a damn shoemaker, motherfucker. It's it's yeah. in your DNA, it basically. Your like, it runs in your blood. Why wouldn't you be a, a shoemaker? Like, and in that way, you contribute into society. Everybody wants the, the top job and wants the big dollars, but that maybe that's not your role in society. Yeah. No, I think that's, like such an important point i mean it definitely you, is you have you have that skill you have that ability it's just a matter of finding it so it's like you're struggling right now maybe you haven't found that ability yet exactly maybe it's in some other area but you'll find it, it and, it and maybe it's been signs you just got to pay attention to it pay attention do you come from a family of musicians yep you do yep my, my sister my father my father plays the piano sings so and then my sister was in a choir and then i then I grew up in the choir and I was singing, and then from there I just started rapping. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's a real cool. I feel like, and Vic, you probably can relate because you're a musician. You and your brother play music, but like the families on our block who were like musically gifted had the best Christmas parties, man. You know what yeah, I'm man, you just and jam like, out. The most man. like cool people to chill with. Like if someone does music, like. They're probably a cool person. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it, because it's... it's I'm so yeah. cool. <laughs> it's a very um, tedious process to the point where listening is so carefree. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just like if we listen to music, that's the easiest part of the music is listening to it. And especially if you if you are... Uh, it's a difference between doing it and listening to it, a casual listener. Like doing it, you kind of appreciate the mixing or the tones, the reverb, the certain sounds that come from the music, and you're like, ah, yeah, I like this. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so you get a different appreciation for them. So it's even more calming. It's kind of like a a mantra during a meditation. You know what I'm saying? You kind of hone into that, and you enjoy it, and and you want everybody else to to know how good this shit is too. So you play the, <laughs> so you play great music, yeah, man. So yeah. it's just a good feeling. Yeah. So then, um. Which is going to lead me to one of my last questions for you. Uh-huh. What do you, what advice do you have, all right, for these kids out there who, who want to do music, like you? Do you say, hey, take the first big deal? Do you say, keep it funky and original, authentic, or hey, to each their own? Um, no, nah, I never would give advice and say to each their own. I'd be sending somebody off. <laughs> uh, First, I would say if you really want to do this, then do it. If you don't, then stop doing it. Okay. That's what I really like to try to put out there a lot. Like, if this How do you is just. Know if you really want to do it? You know. You know. You, you, you know. Willing to sacrifice. It's, willing it's to yeah. It's a, it's a, I don't know what it is, but each inside, every person. I know you what you're saying. Know. When you wake up in the morning. I got you. Yeah, you know yeah, if that's really know. what you want to do. If that's not what you want to do, you know you bullshit. Yeah. You know, you know it. See. You just ain't telling nobody, but yeah. you know it. So you know you're just doing it because it's popular or whatever. So if it's something you want to do from then on, you do it. You apply yourself. Know, kind of do the knowledge first and foremost. That's what anything you kind of got to 
studied a, I've I have been like technically studied the music business. I've studied it through like people fucking up deals and learn like, oh, how the hell did that deal getting deal myself presented to me and looking at this and having somebody look at it like, what is this, man? They like, hell no. So things of that nature through experience. I, I learned through experience. Um either you learn through experience or do the knowledge yourself. It's great for both because then when you those experiences come up you are already knowledgeable about what you're supposed to do. Um and never take the first deal. But if you do the knowledge you'll know so you'll know never to do the such a thing. So and that's what anything in life with business, you never take the first deal. If somebody's offering and they want you to do something, especially high caliber, you're like, all right. Which is tough because it's, got it's me. The rest like, somebody come. wants me. Like, others yeah. will come. Not yeah. even the others will come. It's yeah. just like, okay, if you want me to do this, you know, nobody can do this job but me. What can we, what can I leverage here? Because you're not going to find another me. So, but you can find some more money quicker than that, right? So. Yeah. So yeah. I got a question. What is the current challenge that the boy Illinois faces that is preventing him from the next level? Damn, man. Attaining um, the next level. The balance. Selling his soul. <laughs> nah, it's really the honestly it's the balance of real life. Um if you have a a, a companion, a lady friend. Yeah. That and balancing that with being a, being the artist, the character, the boy Illinois. Because regardless, even if you are married or have a girlfriend, you still have to be that available, have that certain availability to female fans. And that's the one thing that I'm hopefully to get over really soon <laughs> is that, that thing. Because it's like I can't open in certain doors and opportunities with women. It sometimes can be difficult because they advance on you just like males would advance on a woman. And it's like, you know, it's just a hard, it's it's tough to deal with. You already going to deal with homosexuals hitting on you. Now you got to deal with women. You can't accept it. Is that seriously an issue? What? Gay people hitting on you? Yeah, what? Really? Hell yeah, man. I've had gay people hit on me. Well, yeah, you look pretty good. But, but it's... There's probably a good reason for that. <laughs> but no, in the music industry, man, it's a, I mean, within the entertainment, I don't want to limit it to the music industry. I'm giving y'all real talk. It's a lot of, it's a lot of gay. And, and because of um, the progression we've made as a country, I guess, to say, you know, it being highly acceptable now, they're getting much more bolder with what they say. Really? Yeah. Really? See, that's interesting. I mean, like. You I feel like a lady. You feel like a lady. Do you think to yourself, like, this is what women go through? My God. Goodness, like cover a little, yeah. little more empathy. I <laughs> yeah. Jeez, man, oh like a dog. More empathy I've, for the ladies. I've had a weird. I had a. I was on the red line one night. I had the weirdest train ride ever in my entire life. I'm not going to give you the whole thing, but one dude got on the train and made it fancy me. I was like, that is the fucking grossest shit ever. Is this at like a? Is it? Are there other people on the train, or is this at like? Yes, two in the no, there's other people. No, really? it's it's at like two, three in the morning. But, but there's, there's other, other people, people on the train, and the dude just did something. It, I don't even want to repeat it because it just sounds so. I was just like, "Are you serious right now? Like, this is how you guys are getting down? Is this how old perverts do to women? Ah, I, 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 women, ladies out there watching, hit listening. I am sorry. I feel your pain. That is not cool, especially if if it's unwanted. I can understand. If it's like maybe a girl finds somebody attractive, that may be different. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But 
I don't even get out like that. So that's even double. Yeah. I was just like, oh my God, what? And it's like you can't act like you're it's on the other side, super yeah. weird. You know what I'm saying? Or or you looked at, yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, wow, yeah, man. No idea. Oh yeah, man. They go and see. I shop at predominantly homosexual. Um, okay, well, home. like you know, you understand? Know yeah, yeah, you know, I wear top man. I go top man Zara places like I love that. Zara, yeah. Zara is the best. I went so, to the Zara in Mexico. I wanted to buy the entire really? store. I didn't see. I gotta go to Zara. In I Mexico, don't go in Zara. The stuff there, I order too, the stuff there was too was catalog. the same price or a little bit cheaper. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. It should be cheaper. So I'm gonna go in Mexico. But Top Man's a little cheaper and better than for for me than, than Zara. I only like Zara when they on sale. But I don't, that's all I go. I only look for stuff on sale anyway. Yeah. I told a couple of guys at work one time that I, uh, I, I bought stuff from Zara. They all looked at me. They gave me that, you know, blue steel, fast switch of the head look, like really like you. I was like, yeah, man. Zara. And then someone told me about, you know, the type of culture, and then I was like, oh, okay, I see why you all. Yeah. I see why suddenly <laughs> so attractive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. That won't be happening ever. But, you know, see, I shop at Cole, so all I got to do is Man, you're old, old white lady, man. Coming in there. Dangerous. They yeah, are they, very, they are the most dangerous species out there. If I, I hope that's not disrespectful. But older white women, you know, y'all know. They, <laughs> I have no they have idea an what you're talking about. They have a definite agenda. They have an agenda. They're smart. They've been around the block a few They're times. Smart. They know what they want. They're they know what they don't want. They know how to get it. Some of them are housewives, so they don't have nothing but time on their hands <laughs> to figure out and plot. That's it. A woman with time, that is a dangerous thing. Yeah. If she's not busy, you don't have nothing to do. Oh wow! Combine that with intuition, strategy, yes. days. Yeah, I would like. I might. They might need a lot more female coaches in the league. Oh my goodness! They might come up with some good plays. Oh my goodness! They might have some psychological plays. You go out there and get an argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get get an argument. Psychological. I'll go flash LeBron. Right? Okay. (laughs) He gonna tell you go over there and pick a fight with him. That's gonna get his head. Then you want a back screen after. Hey, I guarantee you, they could come up with a whole like new list of trash talk that would oh my like, goodness pierce their souls in a way that current trash talk is not able to that yo that, look that was that. pretty funny though what that one woman that one woman called lebron a pussy ass bitch and he's like what what yeah what? everybody stopped like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. everybody stopped and, no, and nothing happened yeah. nothing happened let a man call a girl that and watch what happens Okay, we're not getting into this conversation. Oh, no, yeah, no. That'll be for no. our next guest. I that's, just had to Oh, yeah, that's for the next guest. She well, might flex you. Yeah, please. Well, you know what? Like flex. Play up. Yeah, man. Can we, can we bring him, like, a wrestling mat? A wrestling mat? Yeah. When we get more room. Kick your ass. Who? Which, who will kick my ass? The Rex? Who do you trainer? think? The guy right in front of you. What? Is that what you're talking about? You, no. Were no. you talking about wrestling so you could kick his ass? No. Oh. No, I was talking about the personal trainer. What personal trainer? Or the strength person that were? Sonia. Sonya? Oh, Sonya? She doesn't want to wrestle me. Yeah, he wants to wrestle her, though. No, yeah. I, wouldn't to, I wouldn't want to wrestle her either. You know, that's just it's not all good. Make sure we put this online. No. No, man. I'm good. I'm good. But, um. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. You got anything else you want to ask Billy? Rex? Victor? I'm, I'm not going to go down the Illuminati track. Yeah. He told, he told me to ask you about the Illuminati. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, Do they control music? Uh, um. No. <laughs> <laughs>
There we go. That answers everything. Like in, uh, I forgot to, I forgot to say something, but uh, earlier when you were talking about uh, Zeitgeist, I saw that yeah. in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, the same. I was, I liked it a lot, only because of how it questions everything. And then you look back, it's like, eh, this might be wrong. This yeah. I can maybe disagree with, but in general, it's like, holy cow! This yeah, is it's a, it's definitely an eye opener. And it, I was like, man, what? Seriously? Get the fuck like out Like when of they're here. talking about the, the Federal Reserve. Oh, yeah. That that was 100, though. They kept it 100 on the yeah. Federal Reserve tip. They kept it 100. And that was, that was all stuff that I kind of knew before then. Yeah. But it reassured me. And I was like, oh, this shit is real. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, that's fucked up. That's gangster, though, the way they did it. But it's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. I mean, because at the end of the day, everything, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> it's really just gangster shit. I mean, by definition, it's gangster shit. Like, I control, I can make you kill people. It's gangster shit. Just to control my shit is gangster-ass shit. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just gangs on a big-ass level. That's all it is. People are invested in maintaining the status quo. Of gangster shit. Status quo is... Gangster shit. Like how you guys see recently on the news, the company or the dude that bought the that pill that helps with AIDS. Oh, uh, yeah, he hiked the price up so high. Yeah, gangster shit. Cause he can. Yeah, gangster shit. They yeah. should have a segment. Free market economics there for you. Yep, <laughs> for real. Capitalism, ladies and gentlemen. Gangster shit. Yeah, for real. A whole bunch of political words to cover up, but they all means that's gangster you. shit. That's what, <laughs> that's what my dad used to tell me growing up. All right. And yeah. Was, ladies and gentlemen, my co-host Rick Thorsell is a published author. Uh, he's got some pretty good work out there, so you should check it out. But what I'm saying, though, is when my dad taught me to read, he's just like, son, there's probably two or three handfuls of meanings, right? And what they did is just come up with a bunch of <laughs> words that mean the same thing. Exuberant, jovial, jubilant, happy. Is that necessary? <laughs> right. Each decade they had to call with something what? else to describe no. it. We need a whole new word it's to describe what this tastes challenged. like. Delightful. Imbecile. Yeah. Uh, what, what, is that all necessary? <laughs> hey, that is some real shit. I gotta, I gotta take that bullshit. to another. Yeah, yeah, hey, that's that's some real, real shit, that's man. Because it it's, it's a lot of the same. It means a lot of the same shit. It's just different words. Exuberance. What? Ask me if I'm happy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we are the same level maybe, feel. But maybe you're more than happy. Maybe you, you have that elevation. Exuberance. Maybe like, there's a level of happiness. Maybe there's a level of happiness I'll that there's different words. Look, Next one, exactly. Yeah. And this is the thing, right? You're gonna like run into that person, Billy, like, and they're gonna like look at you. They're gonna say the word like exuberant with the whole like. I wonder if he knows. <laughs> <laughs> what exuberant. There, there are, are much bigger words that you can use. Yeah, like, definitely. I bet you the like average that. person doesn't know what exuberant is. Maybe the average person, maybe. You, you are, see, he's hey, a published author, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, you gotta he, watch. He, his hey, man. Have, is, hey, have you seen the, uh, the world star when they ask people questions? Like, yeah. regular people want to, oh, the, you'll be surprised, man. I was surprised at people how. can't spell eyes. What? Are you serious? No, no, that wouldn't spell the eyes. It was another way he did it. No, he said, he said. Y-E-S. Is yes. What is E Y E? Yes. Yeah, everybody. But it's the framework of how he psychologically fucked up first because he said if Y E S spells yes, what is E Y E S spell? And nobody thought of it like E Y E eyes. It was like yes, a yes. And everybody just kept saying a yes. I was like, oh my fucking goodness. Are you serious? Yeah. But yeah, but yeah. 
You'd be you'd be surprised at how and you expect them to know how far behind means jovial. I mean, it's not, not jovial. I definitely don't think nobody <laughs> exuberant. Maybe jovial, jovial. No, but Santa's jovial. He's jolly. He's jovial. Yeah, no, they're not getting that either. They might not even get jolly. <laughs> but thanks, Pharrell, for giving us happy. Yeah. I got so sick of that song. So Have you worked with them? Nah, that was a lot of. I'm only work with only a handful of yeah. like on 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 stars. Yeah. Oh, I forgot my other question. Or I remembered now, but my other question was for you because uh-huh. I was thinking how you've been with Twisted, Trey the Truth. You've been on Sway, and again touring with Lupe. Uh, at what point did you say to yourself, in the process of becoming a rapper and chasing your dream, where you thought to yourself like? Wow! Like this, this is re- this is becoming real. Oh man, that's a great question, yeah. brother. I, I like that, and I like that. We gonna we gonna splice. This is my Jordan on Byron Russell right here. Um, it was um we had went to a lot of different House of Blues on tour with Lou. The Boston one was the biggest one, and it had three. It had three levels. Every one I had been is like two, or maybe three, but it wasn't as big. It was huge. And it was kind of like packed in there, and it was all rocking. Like everybody was rocking with me. The after, like we had um, some people, some fans come up after the show. The, the after show type of stuff was dope, and it was just one of those moments where you sign autographs and people taking pictures. You like, damn, this is dope. You know what I'm saying? I had just got some Beats mm-hmm. headphones from Beats sent for me from Beats. Because I'm getting free stuff and chop, chop, top it off. Like my favorite, one of my favorite movies is The Town, and and, and there's Ben Affleck, and they they, they robbing um, Fenway, and the House of Blues is directly across the street from Fenway Park. So it was just like, uh, it was like, yeah, that was Boston. Boston definitely was like that moment where you be like, and on top of that, that was the first time we was on tour. Lupe was like, I right, we all. We all at the on my set. We all coming back out to freestyle. So I rem- I remember when we were hanging in the studio last year, and you were like, "Yeah, like I was I was all about the cipher." Stolly wasn't feeling it though. No, he didn't want to rap. He didn't want to free. That ain't his type of you know type of you dig you know, and that's understandable. You know what I'm saying? Like he just didn't. He wasn't prepared for it either. Yeah. So I just you know I'm a rapper, rapper. You know. And well, the I'm way that indie. I the way that I that I kind of see it. Uh, because you hear, I remember one time hearing like Drake being like, "Oh yeah, like I'd be, it'd be cool to battle." Like he doesn't battle, and then you have uh, his arch nemesis, Meek Mill, you yeah, know, all yeah. about the battle. But it's the way I, I, if you compare it to someone else, for example, like guitar, some people are all about like the electric; they'll never touch an acoustic. Other mm-hmm. people, it's the exact opposite. Same with some people; they love battling or they love going over beats, and some people. They're all just different. It's just a different way to yeah. practice the. Art. It's rare to find both. That's all yeah. balance that uh, like that can make a a, a Fetty Wap record and then can freestyle and really rap. That's very hard to do. Yeah, I don't which really is easier know. for is it easier for you to freestyle over a beat or just go acapella? Over beat. Yeah, you get inspired with the beat. Yeah, it sets you up to what cadence is is per is more is easier yeah. to go. So yeah, it's like a. Nice little start off. What's your uh, opinion? Because I, I, I love watching interview hip-hop interviews. Uh-huh. 
and the and the track will say or the title of the YouTube video will say something like freestyle or whatever. Yeah. And then I see dudes and I even see people that are like very famous mm. and and the cameras on them and they got the mic and they got their phone and they're yeah, rapping and like this and that and that and this. At least memorize it. At that's what I. It's like at least. Yeah, saying? that's what I'm saying. Because I remember also one time Sway. I was watching Sway in the morning and. Uh, was on there king los was on there uh. and did a freestyle and sway was like blown away he's like he, one thing he's like yeah you do a freestyle unless you are going to be ready memorize it don't yeah. fuck it up when you're on the air yeah don't don't yeah don't that's like the lowest of lows if you're bringing out something that you got to read off of I, yeah that's it always just it's, 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 yeah it just doesn't look good either it just doesn't look good it just doesn't look good at all it's just like i'm totally not an artist i'm not prepared for none right. of this so yeah, I mean, to me, uh, when that happens, it's just like, whatever. You know, as long as I'm glad it ain't me. That's all. So I'll, I'll be getting clown. Drake did that in the Sprite commercial. No, not in the Sprite commercial when he first was on Hot 97. Hot 97, and then I think maybe Tim Westwood also or something like that. Yeah, he's done it. That's when he, be, he got flamed for that. But he, I saw he, Wiz he do it one time. He, was, he's, he, 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 uh, he, he made it through the fire, though, because yeah. people was on him for that. Yeah, he pulled out his BlackBerry like, hold on, hold on. But, hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. Is there anything else you guys want to add right now? Uh, other than that, man, I ain't really got nothing too much. Get get do sable. Uh, Jean-Baptiste. Where can they find OG. your... Uh, yeah, where, tell, where can tell our, us how to connect where can um, fans find your work. Um, Google the Boy Illinois. That's Google the fastest. Yep, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Because that's the easiest and quickest way. It's true. You're the yep. one search on there. So yep. It's pretty easy to do. Bingo. Uh, yep. Two seconds. To yep. do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So go on Google. Check out Dusable. And uh, I know Jean Baptiste. That was, what, a year or two ago? Yeah. That one's real good. I was listening to that earlier today. Thank 1818. You yes, sir. That's one of my favorites. That track. We get in on that one. But uh, anyway, thank you for coming out here and spending time to, uh, to talk with us. No problem. I and, go... Uh, Definitely looking forward to the next time you're coming back around. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's all good. I go by the name of the Boy Illinois, and you're watching Straight Up. Yer, yer. <laughs>